Yo, what's going on, everybody? We have a special guest today, Jessica Terry, a.k.a. JT, a.k.a. JT the GOAT, a.k.a. J. Renee. She got a lot of, uh, she got a lot of <laughs> other titles or other nicknames that you could say. So we're just going to jump right into it. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit more uh, about her in her bio. Jessica Terry recently completed the highly competitive Chevron Supply and Trading Commercial Skills Development Rotational Program. That was a lot of words. And is the first African-American to complete the program. She is now a commercial analyst in gas supply and trading, where she supports the Permian trading team. She served two terms as the president of the National Society of Black Engineers, Houston Professionals chapter. Under her presidency, she had raised $100,000 in sponsorships and scholarships and won the coveted award of National Professionals Chapter of the Year, the first time ever in the 30-year history of the chapter. That deserves a round of applause right there, so I'm just going to clap oh, on my own. Uh, <laughs> her passion for new members and helping people led her to pursue a Bachelor of Science in Mathematics from Bennett College for Women, where she graduated valedictorian summa cum laude so she could begin her career as a teacher. During her matriculation, she soon discovered an interest in engineering as well and decided to earn a Master's of Science in Industrial and Systems Engineering from North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University, Aggie Pride. Aggie Pride. And she graduated top of her class with a 4.0. Jessica is a class four graduate of the Houston Black Leadership Institute, also known as HBLI and was recognized as a who's who in Black Houston in 2017. A 2017 Nesby Young Black Engineer of the Year and 2018 Art of STEM Engineer Leader, currently pursuing her CFP to assist others with wealth management. Jessica enjoys rapping and writing music and performs under the name Jay Renee. She was featured on two different albums one that was submitted for a Grammy nomination and is currently working on her own music. Jessica is a native of Indianapolis, Indiana, also known as Naptown, that we just Naptown. learned. And a proud member of the Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated and enjoys serving her community, reading, and exploring new countries. Y'all give a yes. big welcome to Jessica Terry. Hey, y'all. I love this. Yay! Which we have a lot in common. Oh yay! Do tell. Yeah. Uh, from the Midwest. Okay. Um, math majors, then turned engineers. Aka. Okay. So. Hey, Soror. Yes. I love yes, it. Yes. So I can't. I'm. I'm I can't oh, wait yeah. to for this interview because I can't wait to hear. First fam. First fam. Yes, <laughs> of course. Oh yeah! I forgot. <laughs> I forgot about. Let's go. Oh, damn. <laughs> you, you don't. Wait, I... You don't post, Taylor. You do not post on social media. Like you never post. Uh, Maybe you're sometimes. Post. I don't post, huh? Yeah. So it's like I, I, I forget. I said I said you'd be a recluse sometimes, but before we before we go ahead and jump into our segments, um. It's February, it's Black History Month, or at the time that we're filming this, it's Black History Month. 
And so I see Jessica, you got your being black is a, I can't see the rest of it. A whole vibe, a whole baby. Vibe. There we go. A whole vibe. So, you know, we got to shout out um, some black owned businesses. It's, it's, it's black history month. Sorry, it's black history all year round, but you know, we got to do something special. So I do want to shout out our uh, former co-host, Alante Whitmore, who um, yes. has Blackening Grad School podcast. And uh, she makes these shirts right here. And so if you can take a look, it says, out here in these academic streets. And I think that's really ah, important because I love that. we all out here. You know, we, we riding around and getting it in different ways than, than what the song says. But we out here, though, right? So I love wearing you know, mine to work. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So um, let's go ahead and, and, and transition into our Lessons in the Trap, our lit segment. Um, so Jessica, this is where you can tell us, you know, what song you feeling, um, who, who you, who you rocking with, or, you know, just give us an idea of what you like to listen to musically. Yeah. I mean, I like to listen to all kinds of music. I mean, I just, I, I, I grew up, you know, my family, they all recorded gospel music. They have albums. I was a gospel recording artist at one point in time. So I was actually signed to a label and all these different things. So I just grew up with a, a huge appreciation and love for music. I feel like music just speaks to your soul. Um, but lately, and with the with me working in trading, it's a very aggressive, go getter type of environment. But that's my mentality in general. I'm a I'm a, I'm a, I'm a go getter. So I listen to a lot of music that I feel like motivates me, instills that confidence for me to wake up and feel like I can attack the day. So hustle and motivate. Um, DNA um, by Kendrick Lamar, put on for my city, Jeezy. I throw oh, in a little Jay Renee, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, I listen to, uh, of course, you got you got you to put in Meek Mills. I feel like that's just the national, like, I, I'm here, I made it, let's get it, anthem. You know, like whenever you put on Dreams yeah. and Nightmares, people, people go show up. You know, I used to pray for times like this, to rhyme like this. You know, it's just, it speaks to you. Get you motivated. Yeah. But yeah, so that's, it's like I said, it's a few, but it's, those are the, the music, the music that I listen to, especially in the morning. I work out every morning before I go to work. So Ooh, I got to listen. It's hard. It's hard out here. I've been on my six days a week grind. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I only do five. I only do five, but you got to stay marketable. That's, that's my, that's my quote, Char. You know, these these Negroes out here, they ain't they ain't living right. So gotta stay marketable. At whatever at whatever because they like them big too. <laughs> Listen, you better talk. That is very true. <laughs> ain't no big girl hurting for no man. I'm telling you, you see them this on is my five hundred pound life, and they got a man there washing them up. Listen, okay. I can't even get a bite. Hey. Give me nothing from McDonald's. So, I mean, so every size, I promise. This is very true. Yep. Facts. Okay, so now that we know what you like to listen to, uh, what kind of vibe you be on? Let's let's see what you what you want like in in real life in terms of some of your preferences. So this okay. is called our nature versus nurture section. And, okay. Uh, so we we gonna we gonna see kind of like who raised you. That's that's kind of like what the phrase I like. Who raised? Um, yeah, so Shari, you want to do the first one? You can, you can oh. do the, the first the first and the third one. I'll do the second and the fourth. I got you. I got you. Okay, so the first one. Ocean versus... 
Ocean versus mountains. So I love the scenery of, I actually went to Arizona not too long ago and it's mm. Phoenix. It's beautiful out there. Just waking up. Oh, seeing, I'm in. Right. It's just gorgeous. Did you, like, did you go to the Grand I Canyon? I there. I did, did go, to go to the, the Grand, Grand Canyon. Canyon. I did. It was hot yeah. as hell. I almost passed out. Nobody told me that I should have brought. Red Rock? I don't think I saw that. It was really, it was okay. an in and out operation. It was in and out. Okay. I was like, ooh, I saw it. I, I got to go. I ain't bringing yep. enough water for this. Um, it's just a whole so in love, But it's beautiful. Like, you have to see, you got to mm -hmm. experience it. Mm -hmm. it's, I, I, I'm so grateful I did. Um, oceans. I'm a, so one thing about myself, I'm a zodiac person, I'm a Capricorn. So that means that uh, what my my collective of signs, we, we are earth signs. So I like to be on the earth more than I like to be in the water. But I love wearing a good bikini. So to answer your question, oceans all day. All right. Mm. Cool, cool. All right. All right. So this I'm a next one is <laughs> this this next one is a little more a little more academic. Um, so okay. I'm pretty. I, I think you took these classes. Okay. If I didn't, we'll we'll pick another one. I think you did though. All right. So would you prefer on any given day, like if you somebody was just like, all right, yeah, so. You got to do this or this. This is what you have to do today. You got to pick from it. Would you rather take a differential equations test or take a data analytics test? Okay. And yeah, this is a no-brainer because one of these you learn for absolutely no reason because you'll never apply it in life unless you're a teacher <laughs> in grading yeah, tests or something. And the other one is like booming. You can do so much with it. You'd be very marketable and very competitive. So... Data analytics for 500, James. All right. That's cool. what I'll be taking. Yeah. All right. I know Char would have picked this. Uh, but I didn't take da data analytics. Um, I feel I like know. numerical methods. So I, don't, I, can't, I can't have a, uh, a knowledgeable answer. So, but the next one. If it's true, I mean, it's like algebra. You know. Oh, I took. That's I, I was a math major, so I took. All right, I, I know you took yeah, it. That's what I'm saying. If yeah. if it were to be like diffy Q and geometry, it would have been diffy Q all day because I don't that whole yeah. a, or abstract algebra. That's just. I got you. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I got you. But yeah, I love. I believe love that. Okay. Me. Okay. So the next one: shower versus bath. A shower. I mean, I shower over. Bath? Who takes? Who takes baths these days? I mean, I take a bath when I'm having a really, really, really hard time. Put my candles out, get my Baileys, you know. But I mean, right. And then, but are you getting clean in a bath? You just laying in a tub of dirty water. I mean, I just feel like when you take a bath, you still got to take a shot. I just, I, I don't know. I love a bath. And you got to clean the tub out. Right. How dirty you are you? How dirty you really are. So you don't you don't clean the tub out of the shower. I do, I do, but I'm just saying he making it seem nah, like it's just it, building. Well, it kind of is. You kind of can see the dirt. It's kind of like floating as you. It is. It's kind of nasty, it. but I I, I, mean, I, 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 I ain't judging you, Sean. Well, I'm, I'm just not, saying. I'm not shitting on the bath. I'm not shitting on the bath. I was just talking about the having to clean the tub part. It's clean either way. He gotta clean it. He definitely gotta clean it. But yeah, showers. I'm all about efficiency. In and out. Let's move on. All right. So while while we're on the the maintenance side of things, uh, would you prefer to like if you had to go a whole year 
without having one of these things? Would you choose okay. not being able to do your like womanly maintenance? And what I mean by that is hair, nails, you know, manicure, pedicure, that that type of thing. Or would you rather not travel for a whole year? Oh, that's easy. I mean, COVID shut everything down for womenly needs and you quickly had to figure out things for yourself. So I've already had to experience a year with no nails, no lashes, no hair. I was just walking around looking like a man. And so at the time I was dating somebody and he was like, I don't even know who you are anymore. Can you please just put on some side sweat? It was, it was hard. It was hard. It was hard. Yeah, I, I was dis- believe it. I, I was disrespected. Free. I don't believe it. I was dis. I was dis. I was disrespected, Shar. But um, so this was easy because definitely during COVID, I went on a whole road trip. That's when I saw the Arizona, the Grand Canyon. Like I did a road trip to Cali and came back. So hands down, womanly maintenance. I can let that go for a year, but not traveling. I got. I got to get up out of Houston, Texas, because you know it ain't ain't that much here. You know, so you got he, he, he was lame. He was lame. He was lame. You you okay. too pretty. I have I cannot believe that he told me to do something. I he Oh, lame. thank you, Shar. I just don't you. believe that. On a, on a great city, Jessica. And tell thank about you. Yeah, you, what, 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 what's wrong with the What's wrong with the shade against Houston, man? That's what you live. It was no right? shade. I, it was no shade. I'm just saying, what do you come here to like what do you come here to see? Brunch? Mm-hmm. Taste bar? Yeah, they come here to eat. Turn up. I love Texas. There's, there's, there's nothing you can't you can't get in Houston besides the beach. Besides scenery. Right. Tourist spots. I mean, you know. Stuff that you do when you travel. Houston has a lot of black history. So there's a lot of this lot is of true. you can actually see while you're in Houston. Okay, okay, this is true. Look, I love Houston. I was just I was just trying to give a good comparison. Uh, That's all. Just, I was I was I'm just not, trying to I'm help. Not biased at all. I'm not That's biased all. at all. Bless you. Bless you. Yeah, so now we're going to hop right back into um, blowing off some steam. So, Taylor, go ahead and take it away. All right. I'm going to try to be quick because I, I can talk about this stuff for a long time. But, um, but student loans, okay? During this whole COVID thing, during this whole COVID thing, they have put a pause on, on federal student loans so we haven't had to, you're not accruing any interest and you're not having to pay back any loans. So, like, thank God for that. But I still had this one little loan that I still have to like, I still have to pay money on every month. And I've been paying on that for like the last two, two years. And yesterday it occurred to me that it was, that the loan that I was actually paying on was a federal loan. So I called the loan servicer up to try to see like, hey, can I like put this loan on pause like the rest of the, like the rest of the, the federal loan? And they told me like, oh, I'm sorry. We just, uh, we ended that at the end of January. And so I was like, okay, like nobody ever told me that, that this was even an option for this type of loan. Like no one contacted me. She's like, yeah, well, did you call? I'm like, well, no, I didn't call, but you know, if you're trying to help out the people who are you're loaning to, you could, you know, actually let them know what's going on. They're like, oh, I'm sorry, we can put you in a in a forbearance now, but you still you still be accruing interest. And I was like, you know what, that's okay. Like I'll just keep paying on it. And I was just so frustrated because like dealing with them and then dealing with my primary loan servicer, Fed loans. Like, I feel like the people that we deal with, that we have to call, that's supposed to be like advising us on our loans, like don't know anything about the loans, like don't care about what's about, you know, people having to pay more money. Um, And it's just hella frustrating. And really like the only way that you can get, like whenever I call Fed loans, like the only way you can get good advice really is if you're, 
either in some Facebook group where other people can like maybe advise you on what's going on or you have to like actually like pay money to find some student loan advisor who actually knows what they're talking about so you can actually get, get good advice and not end up costing you tens of thousands of dollars on, on that um so yeah that that was just frustrating um i don't know if y'all heard about that the navient settlement but they just settled uh this 1.9 billion dollar settlement like last month because they had mm -hmm. been giving loans to people that they probably shouldn't have been giving loans to people that didn't have good credit scores people who were going to like these for profit profit colleges that mm. uh had low graduation rates and so now they're having to settle so like 66,000 people are going to get uh their loans forgiven like their private loans forgiven and then like another 350,000 people are going to get like $250 <laughs> so I mean it was, it was a big settlement but then a lot of people yeah but then at the end of the day they're still not going to get a whole lot in the way of restitution so i just think this whole student loan thing is a scam they're not giving people good information and it's hurting a lot of people financially and anyway i'm gonna stop there i'm done for now that's fair jessica you've that's been affected fair. by that i actually paid off my student loans a couple of years ago so yeah I don't know. Man. yeah <laughs> that's what's I up paid. i don't have I any them. i don't have loans either Exactly. Man, I'm right, I'm right behind you. I got, I got yeah. like a couple thousand left, and then I'm out, and I'm just going. I'm yeah. just gonna I, it like the mic. I'm when I went, out. when I went and got my PhD, I'm like, if it's not paid for, I'm not going. So I was like, know, if I'm not, there you go, yeah. sis. Doctor Strong. Masters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, masters don't have funding. What you mean? Mm. Masters, you you got to get masters. Don't you don't get a lot of funding for masters program unless your oh, job yeah. will pay. No, I was saying I okay. I everywhere I was going, I was looking at that was like they was writing that he did a, a monthly check too. So okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yep, okay. That's a bad. Well, hopefully they'll bring they'll get stuff together with these with these loans because you know folks out here struggling for real. And I mean everybody, you know. Degrees ain't necessarily the issue is capitalism. adding up to what they paying. Yeah, that's true. It is. The issue, the issue yeah, is just is. capitalism and there's for everything. And there's really everything. No, there's no incentive to like give people good information because like they're just gonna make more, the issues. more money. Everything, healthcare, global warming. Uh, you know, the, the the every crisis, everything is is, is capitalism. Yeah. Okay, it's so it's all about making money. Let's let's uh let's see. Um, let's let's talk a little more with our guest Jessica and get to get to know her a little more, get to know um, you know who who she is and you know how you have um, done so much in your career, um, you know kind of what you do on the side and, and in your in your spare time. We've heard a little bit already. Um, so one thing one thing I want to ask you is, um, does your love for music play a part in? your everyday life, like your work life and stuff like that? Like how much does it does it play into it? Oh man, I mean, I wake up and that's one of the first things that I do is, I mean, as a part of my routine is listening to mm -hmm. music. As I mentioned earlier, I work out five days a week. So if I'm not listen, if I'm not working out in silence, which I do sometimes because it helps I'm able to think and just focus, I'm listening to music. You know, music definitely helps set the tone for my day. It helps me start my day. I feel like there's always a song for every mood that you're going through. And it just speaks to me. So, I mean, music is a huge part of my life. Now, when it comes to my job, I work on a trading floor. So, it's 
yeah, I, and we have to communicate with people throughout the day. So you don't really get a chance to just isolate and just enjoy music because your ears have to be to the floor of what's going on around you so you can pick up and engage in whatever conversation so you can do what you need to do to help your trader execute whatever deal, move whatever volume. It's just a very fast paced type of dynamic. So okay. I don't get to really bring my music in there, but as soon as I get in my car, oh, Jay Renee is out. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm doing my thing. So pulling in, pulling out, I'm Jay Renee. But as soon as I get to that seat, I'm Jessica Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Terry, I'm mad you said it like that. <laughs> I get it. Right. I, I, I got a question like, so, so what is wealth management? Like, like what does that entail? Cause you're talking about trading. You, you said you it's some acronym CFT. I'm not familiar with that. I don't know I what that fine. is. Yeah. So it's just like like are you helping people with like their wings? Are you doing uh you know like you said stocks? Because you say you're trading. Is it, it what is it? and like what what is yeah, yeah, no, great question. So what I do to make money is I work at Chevron as a commercial analyst in gas supply and trading. So basically, I do a lot of analysis and research to, you know, help them come up with a forward view so they can put on positions and make money. And I also help them out with their day-to-day trading activities because in natural gas, it's a 24-7 type of job. So we're constantly moving volumes and, and making more real-time decisions. So that's what I do on the on like to make money now what i do to actually make people to fulfill myself and my passion is i love to help people and so i decided to pursue my it's cfp my certified financial planner certification because well the reason why i decided on this whole journey to do wealth management is one of my best friends he owns his own financial firm and it really helped expose me to all the different pieces of financial planning when people think of financial planning, most people think of either estate planning, if you know what that is, or they think about investing. But there's so many different pieces to financial planning that are important. Everything that you were talking about, Taylor, having someone educated and knowledgeable to walk you through your options for your student loans and how you can make those adjustments, a good financial planner will be a part of your life to help you guide you through that and get you those services to provide counsel from what they know but then also go and find other people in their network to help educate you. Like that's what a good financial planner does. A good financial planner also helps make sure that you have adequate insurance, whether it's life insurance, health insurance, um, whatever it is that you need from a risk management standpoint. They also help you plan and make sure that you're you're well equipped when it's time for you to get married and, and have kids. And I, I feel like buy a car. I feel like any major life decision that you have, they're like your your wealth coach, your financial coach. It's like wealth therapy, and in, 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 you know, for instance, um, for lack of a better word. And so I didn't have that, you know, growing up. Like my mom and my dad, they did the best that they could to instill in me, um, you know, how to. I know how to do my taxes. My mom showed me how to write a check, you know, in a checkbook. But in terms of investing, like four hundred one k, what to do with that. Um, all all these other things when it comes to just being an adult and you know when you're thinking about retirement beyond just putting money away I didn't know anything about these concepts and so I feel like if I can help educate and help others along this journey of the things that I'm able to be exposed to simply because my best friend owns a financial firm I would love to do that 
Now he does it, you know, as, as for his living. So he's he's out, you know, making money. I just do it because I just love to help people. And I want to help you. Girl, I need to hire I, you. Yeah. <laughs> I want to help you reach your reach your financial goals, right? Because it's like it's it's just mind blowing how these people they trust Quadir, that's his name, with just with every major decision that that they're making. When it was time for me to buy my car, I went to him to see if I could afford it. <laughs> when it was time for me to buy my house, I went to him to see how much, regardless of how much I got approved by the bank. Come I on, homeowner. See, you know, which, thank you, <laughs> to see which houses I could afford, right? So it's, so it's someone that you really trust that's in your corner to help make sure that you're making fi- smart financial decisions. And I want to be that person for, for, for the community. That's so you said that's what's up, man. That's what's up. I, okay. I heard I heard you say you, you want to help people, but I'm assuming this means that you're not doing it for free necessarily. It's gonna be like a side hustle, side business. Well, it's it's a side thing, but like I get paid very well at Chevron. I'm comfortable, right? I'm not rich <laughs> okay. by any. <laughs> I heard so that. So I I personally want to do it, you know for free that 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 was my that that was my what initiated me to start this journey donations in kind you know donation but quadir thinks that i should still get paid and all these different things and and all it so i'm still working out the model i'm still in training and so a big reason because a lot of people they'll you'll see people on instagram you know posting financial tips and all this stuff and i'm not saying they're not credible but i wanted people to know that i took this seriously which is why i went to rice and I went to a CFP course so I could, you know, officially, you know, go through the course. Also preparing to take my my CFP exam because I want people to know that I'm I'm serious about this. I really want to help you. I'm not just out here winging it. Um, I want to get properly trained to give you the best advice as possible. That's so. So important. do you follow the so budgetista? Yeah. I do. She's really good. Yeah. I I, I yes, love her. She's really good. Yeah. She provides yeah. really great tips. Yes, she does. So what are you having to do? For the CFP, like what what is the qualification that you have to meet in order oh, to get man. this? <laughs> okay. So it's, no, it's fine. It's the four E's. No, it's fine. So the first part is the easiest. Well, I would say the easiest, but they're most important from CFP world is your ethics. You have to be ethical. They say a CFP is considered a fiduciary, which means that I'm always responsible for acting in the best interest of my client. As so I think financial planning may have gotten a, a bad um, rep, you know, because People were making the, they would think that people were making these invest. Well, people were making investments that was in the best interest for themselves, right? So I'm going to have you roll over your IRA into my, you know, under my assets because I'm going to get some type of return versus really taking a step back to see what's best for the client. So ethics, you have to have ethics. The third, the second thing is you have to have the proper education, which is why I had to take the course at Rice so that way I could qualify for sitting for the exam. The third piece is you have to take and pass the CFP exam, which I'm taking on March 11th. Y'all pray for me. <laughs> and then the fourth it, and man. final thing, the fourth and final thing you have to have Pray is the hands. experience. <laughs> is the experience. So even after you take your CFP exam, you have to have about three years of experience before you can be called a CFP. So I'm actually doing it backwards. Most people are in the financial industry for you know three plus years, and then they go sit for the exam. So they can qualify. I obviously don't have time to, I didn't have time to invest three years in the financial planning, you know, and, and then do that. So I, I wanted to get educated first so I could start helping people. So if I don't pass the exam, just go around because it's very difficult. 
I can always take it, you know, another go round and, and start getting that mentorship with, with Quadir and, and, and start working with clients. So that's, that's the point. You, you already got it. Listen, you already got it. I love the confidence. <laughs> that, um, that's, that sounds interesting because I know like, uh, like in, in my industry. So like when you get your, when you get your PE, um, like mm-hmm. you typically have to have, you know, four years of experience before you can take it. But a lot of states are changing it to where you can, like, I know in Texas, you can take it right after you have your FE. Um, but okay. you, like, even if you take it and pass the exam, you still have to get the rest of those, you know, years of experience. So it kind of, I, I get what you're saying there, how it's kind of right. like flip flop, but they give you options at least. Right. Right. I mean, and that's good. I mean, cause if someone is having mm-hmm. that CFP designation, you know, that they had to put in some work to really get that. And that's what you want to look for when you're looking for a financial advisor, not necessarily a CFP, but someone who is properly trained, who has the credentials, not someone that they just picked up off the street and is just doing finance, what they call financial planning. You actually want someone that is really educated and provides all of these different services that fall under financial wealth management. Right. Okay. So how has, how has, um, how has your master's degree benefited your career? Yeah, no, I mean, so like you said in my intro, James, I have a bachelor's in mathematics. Hey, Char. And a bachelor's and a master's in um, bachelor's in mathematics, master's in industrial systems engineering. So coming on to Chevron, that's where I work, work all the gas. I, uh, they didn't really know where to place me. So, cause I didn't have a core engineering degree, didn't have a core IT degree. So they put me in IT cause it was a catch all function. But I moved into the business and commercial space because that's where I want to be. I'm in trading now. I love it. It's crazy, but I love it. And so with my background, you know, with trading, basically what you're trying to do is predict the future. That's what we're trying to do. When you're trading stocks, you're trying to predict if you think that stock price is going to go up or if it's going to go down. It's the same concept no matter what commodity, currency, you know, whatever that you're trading, it's the same type of concept. I am trying to help my traders anticipate if we think the value of gas is going to go up or if it's going to go down tomorrow, you know, next month, at the end of our seasons, all those different things. So with my engineering degree, with industrial industrial systems engineering, it's a very analytical type of degree. So I did a lot of forecasting, modeling. Um, a lot of data analytics as a part of that degree. So it fits in perfectly with my job. Like I create Excel models all day. Most of the traders don't understand any of the things that, that I put together, but that's fine. Cause that's why I'm here to run the data, run the analysis, and then explain to them what this means to them and the positions that they need to put on. So you work that was with a long answer. You, you work I don't. with MATLAB no, at all? I don't, no. I don't, I don't work on MATLAB. We're not that fancy by any means. They're impressed okay. by me using index match formula. Inde- index match function? Yep, it, I know about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. That, that's, that's impressive to them, so yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because I'm interested in industrial and systems engineering. Like, I thought about doing that. So funny. Like, we almost live the Yeah. No, you should do it. <laughs> it's so funny. I mean, you probably don't go no, back to school. But... Yeah. Like <laughs> 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 yeah. I do... I do think about going back if if I did go back it'd be some kind of med school like a, a homeopathic medicine like learning about the herbs oh, that's and cool. stuff like I w- I would honestly uh, okay it's, that's something mm-hmm. else okay I love so that. okay I'll let, I'll let you ever think is, about uh, that. sorry okay okay I, I, I will 
But my question is, like, how was your transition from math to engineering? Because for me, it was rough. Because I actually got a, I got a bachelor's and master's in math and my PhD. Yes. So rough for me, that transition. Girl. So I'm wondering, how was it? Yeah. Because <laughs> you pick material science. Like, what in the world? That's the one class <laughs> that all engineers fear. <laughs> it, I mean, it's material science and statics. Like, those are the two classes that nobody wanted to take. Um, like in terms of engineering, statics, uh, I mean, look, I, I had to drop it the first time because I wasn't focused. You know, second time, you know, I, I did my thing. But no, it's just, mm-mm. But material science, and you got a whole degree in that? I can understand why your transition was rough. But It was crazy. But, <laughs> that, yeah, that is crazy. So salute to you, sis. But um, no, I mean, for me, it wasn't, it was, again, industrial systems engineering is very math-based. So... It was, and, and then you're doing, you're dealing with math that you're applying the theory, you know, into real life situations. So it helps bring it home even more. Like I'm developing as a part of, for my thesis, I develop a forecast to try and help a food bank an- anticipate, you know, how, their quantity of donations that they're going to get, right? Because everything mm-hmm. you can, you can try and forecast that, you know, in, in, in the math and engineering world, they say every forecast is wrong, which is correct. But you can see like some seasonal patterns, you know, like around Christmas time, we'd start to see an increase of donations, right? Because that's when a lot of people are doing those type of giveaways or, you know, around um, um, like maybe during the summertime, we'd also see an increase. So we could help them anticipate just the, the, the supply and demand, you know, associated with, with their donations and then the needy, right? So that way they could better prepare for those different seasonal, you know, seasonal trends. So like I said, for me, it was it was very easy because it was very mm. math based. But all engineering, all engineering disciplines are not made equal. Like we know that. So it yes. was you, you pick material science. I mean, it's yeah. So, so what you're telling me is that I picked the hardest one. <laughs> you pick one of the hardest ones. I think material science, um, chemical engineering is tough. Um, but I was I would say I would say material science. I mean, it's not it's not its own subset. I would I would say each. It's each respect of engineering has material science related to it. Yeah. That makes so sense. she picked a whole degree okay. in material science. Yeah. So because yeah. how we used to say it, because we used to say math is the mother of STEM because you need it for physics, you need it for chemistry, you need it for everything. And so yeah. we say material science, we was like material science is the mother of engineering because you really need it for all of the engineering disciplines. And so it's like, I don't know. Never thought about that. Girl, that's for me. That's, I that's, that's, that's yeah. beautiful. That's a beautiful quote. Um, yeah, yeah. Nah. industrial system engineering, it was like, I said, it yeah. was very math based and it was very people, you know, oriented. Like it yeah. was like, they had that business side to it. And so I feel like all the so cool engineers were ISCs, you know, all the lanes was, you know, all the other ones. I ain't, I ain't gonna call Bruh, you out. But nah, you flexing right now. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just Straight saying, flexing. I'm just you saying, I could have, I could have, you saying, you saying I could have, I could have went a better route with my degree, that's what I'm but saying. I chose, that's what I'm yeah. You chose, yeah, you chose, you chose the path of most resistance, you know, like, yeah, you did it. Story of my life. You did it. You did it. Yeah. Right. Okay. So well, let me, uh, uh, go ahead, Taylor. You got it. Go, go ahead. Nah. You, was it, was it related to this? Cause I was going to shift gears a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You, Okay, so yeah, so you you said you uh, you rap, you're in the music industry, and so I want to hear everything, and you can tell us about the music industry, like things you wish you knew when you had gone in, what it was like being in it, the albums you recorded, like all that. Man, I mean, 
it's a whole different world and I'm not gonna act like I'm fully in the industry because I'm definitely not. I've recorded some albums, I've went to the studio, I've worked with other artists, but have I went to LA and all that stuff? No, I haven't. But it's I have such an appreciation for um artists that when you're working on your craft, like you just see them out there performing and it's like, oh da 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 but it takes so much energy to perform. Like it really, really right. does. Right. It takes so much energy to record a song. So many times you have to go through like one, a word or a phrase or whatever just to get the right tone, the right pitch, the right emphasis. And then you got to go back and do your ad libs. Like it takes so much to really put together a well, a well executed song that a lot of people, <laughs> they have no idea <laughs> just the amount of work that it takes. That. So you can just gain an appreciation. But then also it's just, the fact that you're able to to tell your story in a musical form, like it's it's nothing like it, to me. Going to the studio is one of the best films in the world, and writing my music and hearing it. Like I listen to my music all the time. I absolutely love my music. Not not like that, but it's it's just such an amazing feeling to be able to create something and then see it give birth and see how it impacts other people. Like it's it's just a high that I can't explain. You, it, it, I laugh because it just reminded me of straight out of Compton when. Um... When Easy E was trying to get, was trying to first start spitting in the studio, and he couldn't get, couldn't get his voice. His voice yeah. was too high. And yeah. Like, nah, redo that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, it's, it's, it's really crazy. Like it's people in there, like yeah, nah, like you ain't, you ain't, this ain't it. You know, you need to do it again. Yeah. Got to do it again. Got to do it again. Got to do it again. And I'm not even a real artist, right? So I'm just thinking, like, I just, I do this for fun. <laughs> but people who actually get paid on it is just. It's just you just you just gain so much respect for him. You really, really do. And admiration. You really do. Kanye's crazy, but you gotta you gotta respect his ability to execute, you know, music the way that he does. I mean, plenty of artists, but I, I Yeah, Kanye just music. Crazy. Yeah, Kanye yeah. just music. Yeah. 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 Music. How long does it take you to how long does it take you to record a song once you get in the studio? Like I was well, the first time I went, it took me like a couple hours to record one song. But now I've gotten much better, and so I could I can probably lay down. I can I can write and lay down a song in like an hour. Like we'll be writing the song and recording it at the same time. Because okay. I, I write I write songs pretty quick. Like I I could write a song real quick, but you got to go back and you got to you know perfect it. You got to make sure you got the right punchlines. You got to you know. You, you gotta add in extra umph, right? So yeah, Cardi B, it, Cardi B talked about that with her first album. How she was like, "I work so hard trying to make sure you can hear me," because you know she had she's uh, speaks multiple languages. So she was like, you know, to make sure you can understand me, everything. I don't think people understand how much work goes into being a, a, a recording artist. Yeah. What, what's your oh, Apple? Wait, wait, Are you on Apple? Yes, I'm. A, I'm so I'm under quite a Q45, but uh, you can find me under J Renee, J A E R E N A. So it's the play Wait, on my first name and my middle name. My middle name is Renee. It's Q45. -E Q. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, J A E I'm, I'm R E N A, J Renee. Two words. Okay. Is is yeah, Q45 the 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 quite ear dude? Yeah, yeah. So he also, okay. so yeah. So Quadir has a double life. You know, he actually I was used reading. to record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually Q45. He actually used to record with the game. Won a lawsuit because the game stole some of his lyrics. Like it's crazy. Like it's, so, he's the one that really helped expose me to this whole different life. He recorded with plenty of rappers. You know, Trey songs, all different people. You know that are on his album. 
that he right. knows. Yeah, I was bad. listening to it. I was listening to the one you sent me. Yeah, no, he's 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 cold. He's cold. So he helped really mm-hmm. help me learn the game of of rap, the artistry of of rapping, and have a better appreciation for it. Because I've been rapping for a while, but I never mm-hmm. really tried to put together a true song and and craft something that I was like, oh no, this this is cold. So yeah, I see this uh, slide. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna check you out. Yeah, I'm gonna check you out. I had an album, but I pulled it. I had an album, but I pulled it because I just, I just, I was concerned about my my brand at Chevron. I mean, because I'm. Oh, I understand. It is. I understand. But yeah, I totally understand. Yeah, yeah, but no, I I put my heart and soul into that album. I got music videos I did, so I'll share some of that with y'all. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So hold on. So hold on. Do we have to officially say you're like? Like no no no. Work? So okay. I was so Twadir's album, which is crazy, got submitted for a Grammy, but he didn't make it to the nomination category. Okay, I got you. I got you. So to it was even just be a part of the you. process, yeah, to yeah, be a part of the process, that's amazing. Like, that's, that's mind blowing. Like he's he's yeah. in the industry yeah. like that that he was able to submit it. So yeah, yeah it was. That was I crazy. love this. Yeah. I love how yeah, so. dimensional we are as like black right. academics. I love it. Yeah. Right. So, so two two things before before we go. The first one, um, um, what tips do you have for for people um, who are aspiring to be engineers? And also, um, do you do you feel ever so graciously um, feel like great? Uh, I, I missed that sentence all the way up. Would you do you feel like um, doing a freestyle on this wonderful, beautiful Saturday morning? If not, it's, it's all good. It's no, it's no pressure. I know, like, I know freestyle's own world. So to answer your first question, okay. Um, for people that want to be engineers, just I mean, just go for it. Like, if if you are create, if you have a desire to constantly learn and to investigate, and you just have this curiosity of just how how things work, how life works, how people work then I think you would make a great engineer. But it's honestly, you don't really know until you do it. So just take a couple classes or go to some of the programs just so you can get exposed. Nesby has a lot of Nesby Junior programs for high school students that you can participate in. So get plugged into your local chapter so you can just get exposed to that. Um, But yeah, so that. So I don't freestyle, but I can I can definitely get y'all part of one of my tracks if you know if that's yes, can I curse on here. Yes. I, it works. I, I, yeah, I don't, okay. Yeah. Do you, man? Okay, all right, all right, all right. Do you? Right. Yeah, do I'm, you? I'm a, do you? I'm gonna I'm gonna give uh, J Day because that's that's one of my one of my favorite tracks. And my Mac about to die, but yeah, I ain't got time for bitches who say the most. If J K come out, just know that it ain't a joke. Leave the rumors on Twitter. I could give a fuck what them say. I'm trying to get my first meal. Call me M J. Get the presidential and call it the J K and money off books and call it my J Pay. Slay any bitch who's thinking I came to play. Born in 88, niggas, J. Renee. Woo! Hey. <laughs> okay. Oh, I can't wait to check you out. I love this. Yeah. Yeah, I was vibing. I, I was vibing to what she sent me the other day, so. That's, that's yeah. me, so. Like that share that's James. Send it yeah. to us. Yeah. Oh, I got y'all. Holding on to the goods. <laughs> my um, bad. My bad. I love it. Uh, Tell yeah. us your Instagram handle. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. Oh yeah. So I'm on. I'm on Instagram under my under my normal name. I'm just a normal person. 
Miss Terry, Miss Terry, not mystery, mystery. Miss Terry, Miss Terry, M S T R Y underscore M S T R Y, my last name. So y'all can check me out. I'll, I'm hitting follow, follow right now. I follow back. I follow back. I, I don't know whether I follow you already or not. The goat. I, I... I don't. I don't think so. JT the goat. That's I be. I'm real like. I'm crazy. I post. Don't judge me. I'm just a free spirit, and you know. Oh, you know some people I, I rock, know. I be rocking me real yank, but yeah. yeah oh, cause you in Houston. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. you in Houston. So you know some of my line sisters. You know Ebony. Ebony know Nelson. Oh Ebony. yeah. Well yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's my line sister. Okay, yep. that's what's up. Doctor, yep. world traveler. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I can't even pronounce this word. Bib- bibliomanic. What? Yeah, I read books, girl. You like books. <laughs> All these smart words that I can't like. I that's like that's like my that's hobby. Dope. That's like the only hobby I got. <laughs> that's what's up. That's dope. Okay, sorry, James. Nah, no worries. Uh, I I just wanted to say, you know, thank you for coming by and joining Full Steam Ahead. We really appreciate it. It's been a great episode. And, um, you know, shout out to you and everything that you're doing. Um, continue to, you know, give out the financial advice. Continue to shine at Chevron. Um, your name is ringing bells. All types of things. So uh, thank you for joining yes. us. And, um, yeah, make Thanks sure y'all uh, continue to tune in and follow Jessica on on uh, social media, follow our page at full underscore steam underscore ahead. And um, you can find the rest of us on social media. I'm at King underscore Santiago 25. Taylor. I'm at Rocco, R-O-S-C-O-L-D, number four, even though I don't post much. Or post. <laughs> and I'm at, Dr. <laughs> I'm at Dr. Shar H. D-R-H. All right. Thank you and tune in next time.